Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I am your host, DeVille D.I. I hope that I'm finding you in good spirits this morning, man. Hope that you are. Hope that you are feeling good today. So, first and foremost, uh, I want to start off with this uh, story about Liam Nelson. So, if you haven't heard, Liam Nelson has been... Uh, the topic of some controversy. He released a did an interview where he was telling a story, a story that he says he is not proud of, but he tells this story, and he's been catching a lot of flack about it. A lot of people saying that you know he's lost a fan; they're not gonna support him anymore. So I have the audio, and I'm going to play the audio for you. This is a groundbreaking thing right now because I have never played audio of something that I was talking about before and I hope I don't get in trouble for it but if they take it down they take it down it is what it is but I'm going to share this with you right now I'll tell you a story this is true I'm not going to use any names but I was away and I came back and she told me she had been raped but she handled the situation of the rape in the most extraordinary way but my immediate reaction was I asked, did, they, did she know who it was? No. What color were they? She said it was a black person. I went up and down areas with a cosh, hoping I'd be uh, approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. And I did it for maybe a week, hoping something black bastard would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something you know so that i could kill him i'll tell you a story now what do y'all think about that it is what it is now so people are very very uptight about that story and so there are two sides to it um you know you have the people that are saying hey he was sharing the story and most people wouldn't even have shared a story like that. And he did say that he was ashamed of it and so on and so forth. Now, you know your boy DeVille D. I looks at everything from both sides. So not supporting uh, Mr. Nelson or, or, or condemning him at the same time. But you have to... It's one of those things where if you've never dealt with um, someone you know being raped, you don't really understand the rage that comes behind that. I've actually had someone personally close to me that was raped, and I had some people close to me who were uh, sexually assaulted, but there was only one instance where something happened, and you know where I was. I wasn't around, but happened in 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 the time span where I was dealing with this person very closely, and there is a un unexplainable anger that comes over you when something something like that happens. So, no, I'm not excusing him for saying because it is awkward. I do find it awkward that he is. His second question was after asking, do you know who it was, was what color was he? You know, 
what he what did he look like may have been a better question but what color was he kind of leads you to think that there was already a preconceived notion there you know what i mean but it may not be i don't like to reach but either way um he was telling the story about his rage and you know what i mean he said it went on for like a week so any random uh, a black person black bastard as he put it could have got it at that time they could have got it and the the scary thing about it is is that i'm glad first and foremost that he didn't go out and provoke an incident because a lot of times people placed in that position will provoke an incident to uh get that feeling off of them i know that i felt like that i know that i wanted to because someone close to me was hurt i wanted to hurt somebody but i didn't provoke an incident and he didn't provoke an incident but the, the scary thing about it is if he had a, went out here and got into it with somebody with the intentions of killing them because that's what he said and they got the best of him that that person would have caught the the ass end of the stick because his celebrity and his status would have uh, already laid out um preconceived notions of who was in the right and who was in the wrong you can't help but to think that but like i said he was he shared his story and so yeah there are not a lot of people would admit to that so he opened up and he shared a story of how he was feeling at that time so that leads me to a question for you guys um do we still at some point have a forgiving attitude towards these type of things because people do things and people say things in the moment that they don't necessarily they don't necessarily it doesn't necessarily go along with their real beliefs you know in a in a situation of anger sometimes people lash out and so on and so forth so do we still in this day and age give people leeway to make mistakes to say things and then say hey you know that was messed up because he did say he was ashamed of the fact that he was even thinking that way now like i said i'm not giving him a pass i'm not telling gonna sit here and go through my personal feelings about it i just wanted to share the story with you and see what you guys feel about it you can comment on my page thoughts by deville di deville di is d-v-i-l-l-e and you know tell me what you guys think is it does this warrant a whole out just we're not gonna deal with this guy anymore or is it a situation where hey we understand what you was going through at the time and you know we can get past it i'm asking y'all what y'all think about it so y'all always asking me stuff and then we're gonna get right back into it in a second man i gotta look at my notes right quick so got a little update on 21 savage 21 savage uh who is by birth was giving the name let me pull it up right quick was given the name sia ben abraham joseph that means sia son of abraham joseph see i know that a little bit i used to study a little bit of arabic back in my day now 
as I was just saying the other day, he was uh, arrested by ICE for being an illegal immigrant. It's the basis of the story. So reports have come out saying that he was actually born in Dominica uh, to his and his father is a citizen of Dominica. And um, what was I getting ready to say? He was, they say he was born in Dominica. His father still resides in Dominica. He's a doctor. But uh, there's other reports coming out. Like I saw one. Like if you go to his Wikipedia page, it says that he was born in Palestow, London, England. Wow. Who knows? But <laughs> so basically what they're saying is um, that he was here on a visa and that he never hit his immigrational status. This is what his team is saying, that they he never hit his immigrational status and he actually applied for a visa in 2017. And they're also, as I said yesterday, that they're saying that he came before they're saying that he came. So it's just a whole weird situation to me. And what they're doing is um, they're trying to give him, they're telling him that, you know, for him to get his bond hearing is going to take months. So, of course, they always give you an option. He can just voluntarily leave the states. Now, if you leave the states voluntarily, it's pretty much like throwing up, giving away your, um, your argument of citizenship, and it becomes that much harder to come back into the states and to get citizenship in the states versus if he sat there and until he got his bond here and got a bond and got out and bond and fought this on a bond it'd be a whole lot harder for him to fight it if he actually just leaves and goes to Dominica or London or wherever he is actually originally from or was originally born you know so and that's a uh i'm not gonna say a trick but a tactic that law enforcement uses as a whole you know they, they, they they'll put the the heaviest of the um outcomes of the situations right there in your face to try to make you or influence you to make a decision based on that so yeah you know you'll get a bond here but it's probably gonna take a couple months and you're gonna have to sit here in incarceration until that point or you can just leave and you know you'll have your freedom and then you can fight the case from there it's the same thing that they're doing with uh six nine takashi six nine you know we arrest you for racketeering we put a life sentence in front of you or you know you can cooperate with us and we probably can get you you know, you probably can get a better deal in, than if you just fight this whole case out. But I heard he's still facing like 40-something years. But either way, we're not talking about him. We're talking about 21, 21, 21, 21. Man, I actually got into, a, almost got into a debate with some people on Facebook about this because they, someone posted one of the memes about it and someone come out, came on and commented, why does he say he's from Decatur? Because if you don't know, I've never seen this anywhere else that I live, but when it comes to Atlanta, people that are from Atlanta are real specific about who's 
from Atlanta and who's not, they would definitely check you about saying you're from Atlanta. You're not from Atlanta. When I moved here, I don't live in Atlanta. I live in, you know, Hampton. You know, I'm close to Atlanta, but when I moved to the area, I, you know, I was, I was in Metro Atlanta when I first got here and I, they told me everything. They said that, uh, T.I. was from Riverdale. Two Chains was from Riverdale. He went to Riverdale High. Um, big boys from Savannah. Who else did they say was not from here? GZ was from somewhere else. Pastor Troy is from Augusta. But that led me to the question was who the hell is from Atlanta then? You got all these rappers, all the notable rappers that are repping Atlanta. People in Atlanta are quick to tell you that they're not from Atlanta. So who the hell is from Atlanta? But yeah, I almost got into it back and forth. But then I remember that Lil Duvall song uh i ain't going back and forth with you <laughs> and i cut that real short real quick you know but either or we're gonna keep this story rolling we're gonna get into the what the veal thinks section of the show but first take a second and listen to me tell you about my great my great my great sponsors and then i'm gonna get right back with you so let's get into the what the veal thinks portion of the show if you don't know about this this is the part of the show where i take questions from the audience and i just tell you what i think about them so i mean the whole show is pretty much me telling you what i think but this part is special because i actually use questions from the audience so you can get those questions to me via facebook thoughts by deville d-i that's d-v-i-l-l-e d-i one word you look that up like it you know follow it and you can go on there and leave a comment you can message me on there uh, whatever topic you want me to talk about, you can pull me up on IG at uh, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I or on Twitter at D-V-I-L-L-E D-I and leave your topics and I'll talk about them. So this one came from uh, stem from the Super Bowl. Apparently there was a Super Bowl commercial. I didn't see it. I didn't watch it, but there was a Super Bowl commercial featuring a young lady uh let me put, see what her name is the antoinette aka tony harris now she may be the first woman ever to receive a football scholarship for a non-kicker position is what they're saying so um my first initial thoughts is okay she's not a kicker so what position does she play so it ran through i ran it through my head you know what position would she probably be good at and i was like you know you never know could be a lineman you know um maybe a receiver quarterback but the last place that i thought she would be at on that field is exactly where she landed and that place was at free safety that's right she plays free safety so her dream is to make it to the nfl she played a year for east los angeles uh college and then um has received a scholarship to play at bethany college which is a naia program in kansas so do i think she can make it to the nfl is the question that they're alluding to without asking it that's at least what i feel now 
So immediately I went over to YouTube and see if I could find any footage of her playing football. And I did. And, you know, she got some picks. She broke up some passes, played some uh, kick defense. She was on the kickoff team, things like that. But, you know, she did her job on those, on those, uh, the tape that I've seen on her. At the same time, though, you have to realize, too, those are the highlight reel. So they're going to uh, show her best play. Now, skill-wise, I don't doubt any, the fact that anybody could be good enough to play in the NFL or college ball of any gender is about, at the end of the day, having the skill set to do that. And from watching her play, you know, like I said, she made some plays. So she it's clear that she understands the game and she understands the position. The thing that worries me is that she's listed at 5'6", 160-some-odd pounds, which is tiny even for a defensive back. I think the average defensive back in the NFL is 5'10". I was like 5'6", 160 pounds in middle school. They had me playing guard. But other than the size, her size, I mean, there's there's always a chance. If she puts in the work, you know, and, and grinds it out, I mean, who's to say what she could do? I do think that size, as I said before, might hinder her a little bit. And then comes into the reality of, I don't think that whole good old boy system of the NFL would allow her to play. I don't think it's really, at the end of the day, I don't think it's really the her stature or her stats what would keep it out. I think it would be her gender because I just don't think the NFL would allow her to play because she's a female. Now, we, you never know. It could happen. And I'm not saying I definitely don't support um, that you know what I mean if I'm not putting any word I want to put any words on the NFL's mouth because they haven't commented on it as far as I know so I can't I'm not saying that they won't let her play I'm saying that I don't think that they let her play just because of the way that the, the NFL is set up you know I don't they try to be so traditional and you know uh, um, you know have this 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 culture and tradition of the game, I doubt that they let her get in there unless it became a, a big deal. Because, you know, when you make a big deal out of things, things usually get done. But I don't know, man. But I say even if she was six foot 180, I doubt that the NFL would take a serious look at her because she's a female and they'll come up with some million reasons about why her is her safety or something like that. That's just what I think, though. I mean, what do you guys think? Feel free to chime in at any given time now. But y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some morning discipline. So that's what I give to you. Discipline for the day. Quick listen to what other people think and what other people are telling you to do listen the future is now man the future is now so you have a lot of people who success is being held up because we're listening to older people telling us the ways of old telling us how to do things in a manner that it just doesn't 
have to move that way no more. There was a time where you had to take certain steps and certain measures and shake certain hands to get into um, certain situations that you want to be in. But the future is now with the internet age and the media age. And this is geared more towards my content creators. It's so much you can do out here without having anyone's approval or having anyone to uh, co-sign you or anything like that. But there are a group of people who are stuck in the the old ways and they're going to tell you you have to do it like X, Y, Z. You don't necessarily have to do it like X, Y, Z. The only thing consistent in the world is change. Things are always changing. Things are always evolving. So live in today and do your due diligence of finding out ways to do things that you are trying to do to achieve the goals that you are trying to achieve. Don't let nobody tell you that, you know, the way that you're doing things is wrong. Because how the hell do they know? You don't know whether or not what you do. You don't even know what you're doing is right or wrong until you reach the point to where you're either being successful at it or it's completely failing. Because I'm going to tell you this right here. If you're doing something and it's working, you're doing it the right way. That's why I had a math professor at one point. Um, and he told me that, uh, uh, um, you know, math is a pure science. And, you know, it's like, you know, you go to these classes and he's a math professor. And he's like, you go to these classes and they come up with these different formulas and equations of how you have to do things and how you have to place it and how you have to work the problem. But he was like, at the end of the day, with math, if the answer is right, the answer is right. Some people may or may not agree with that. I don't really care. But what I'm telling you is, if it's working, work it. Don't let nobody else's opinion stop you, derail you from doing what you're already doing. Now, take this information and do with it what you want. But one thing that you're going to need to do is get you a good breakfast while you're out here getting shit done. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Now, do me that one big favor. The only thing that I ask you, that I beg of you to do every day is get out there and have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to DeVille D.I. Thoughts by DeVille D.I., man. Get out there and get it done, man. I'm out of here.